face the final frontier. These are the voyages of the starship Enterprise. It's five-year mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilization, to boldly go where no man has gone before. Greetings, salutations, and welcome to Retrek. I'm Captain Jim, and with me, of course, are Admiral Elliot. Dragon! And Dr. Squee. <laughs> Nick, my catchphrase, Dragon! <laughs> and, and I know everyone will be wondering, don't worry, my scales, are, I'm, my dragon outfit has just been rescaled at the moment. It's something uh, every dragon has to go through sometime during the year. It's a hell for all of us, but um, yeah. Luckily, though, you know, most dragons have like that big like mountain of gold that they sleep on, so they can afford the rescaling. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, you know, when we're not on our pile of gold, then we uh, just just hang about in our nice Batman dressing gowns. It's of course, it's all this time when when it comes to dragons. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but we're back anyway. We had a, a few weeks off there, so apologies that we, we've got no further on the Dominion Wall. We will be coming back to it. Yeah. But we will finish it 2030. Absolutely. Um, but for now, we've got, uh, I was going to say the next generation, then the episode is called The Next Generation. And this is the long awaited, hotly anticipated Picard season three, which. Bizarrely, in the UK, you can choose where you want to watch it. You can watch it on Paramount. You can watch yeah, it on yeah. Amazon Prime. Wait, oh, let's have a let. Let's do it. So, Elliot, which did you watch it on? I've watched it on both. Ooh, nice, Doctor Squee. What did you watch it on? And I also watched it firstly when the Belgian was showing militia early on the Thursday. Yeah, they still come through for us to the Bajoran militia when we need them for those early episodes, yeah. Yeah, the, the militia may have helped me as well, but then I watched it on uh, Paramount. I I just want to support them. They don't seem to want to support themselves by stopping. They really don't. I mean... The place is getting the same content. Like, we, well, we've started watching Frasier now. We finished Cheers, and we're on yeah. Frasier, and it... Oh, the, the not good quality... Um, the copies they've got of it, it looks like they've taped it off a of VHS and just <laughs> stuck it on the thing. Because you can see, like, interference at the top of the screen, and I'm like, this is one of your big, big, big shows. Surely you'd want to do give it a, a nice quality, yeah. you know, but, but no. And Frasier must... I mean, that still kind of gets shown around the world, I understand. Yeah, exactly, and I bet the copies you can watch on Channel 4 or whatever are better, better quality than what's on Paramount. Yeah. And it's on regular rotation on Channel 4 in the morning. Yeah, absolutely, so maybe I'll watch it on that. Come on, we're, we're trying to help you, Paramount. Help yourself now. Yeah, just do that. And we also want that 4K edition of the motion picture. I know I can buy it in the shops, but I pay for your streaming service, so can I have it, please? And, and every episode of Cheers, please, in, in high-res, HD, best quality ever. Well, they've got all, you know, and it's I think it's in the best available quality. It, I mean, it, it does look pretty good. But it's, it's variable. And you can tell, like, when they've used different film stock, like when they've used a camera that's not the regular camera. So, like, the angles from the hard camera look pretty good. 
and then yeah. there'll be a shot that you don't usually get and you'll be like oh bloody hell what's happened there yeah it's very grainy we don't know who you are again facebook users. legend channel though is showing next generation there we go yeah. nice so let's talk about the next generation then episode one season three of picard and new opening credits again i don't know if this is going to be for the whole season but well it's a title card but it's the wrath of khan font and it's the wrath of khan music and it does that in the 25th century, which obviously in the Wrath of Khan yeah. is in the 23rd century. So this yeah. is a very Wrath of Khan opening. I, I mean, I, I do, I do enjoy like the show of hands. Okay. Now, do we think this episode had the right amount of fan service, too much or too little? Uh, too much and the wrong kind in some ways, and I can get it. I'll, I'll go with just about right. I I was happy. You I was, Sorry. I was really happy the first time I watched it, but then you start thinking, bloody hell, they've shoehorned a lot of things in here. Yeah, there's that. And it's also the fact that they... Um, right from the beginning of the episode, the, the thing of the in the 25th century, why is that on Picard? That hasn't been anywhere else on Picard before. They haven't done anything like that. Mm. Why is suddenly all the music a greatest hit selection from the next generation well, TV and movies? Why is it not its own thing like it was in two, season two? Well, it's almost like when Picard Alan used it. When Picard was first announced, and we were the same, we did the same here. Where we were all excited, are we going to get more of the next generation? What's going to happen? And it's almost like. Everything that everyone was saying they were excited to see Picard before season one, they suddenly realised in season three, and this is the last season, so they need to throw the fan service in. Yeah, but it's like they've deep, deep dipped it in glitter. It's just a little underwhelming yeah, and out of context sometimes. It's like when they were going through um, all the artefacts that uh, Crusher has. And you've got his log playing. What, does she fall asleep to them? Yeah, I, I mean, didn't, un- unless... Uh, that made a lot of sense, actually. Oh. She falls asleep to them. No, the log that she's listening to is from the best of both worlds, when they hide, go hiding in Nebula from the ball. Yeah, yeah. And, and she's uh, hiding in Nebula's... True. Oh, okay, so her. she's mission briefing herself. So, kind so, yeah, of. She's sort, yeah, she's sort of getting uh, tips on what... Because she isn't a command officer, she was a doctor. I know she's classed as a command officer, but she was a doctor. So she's getting tips on how to deal with things from listening to logs and how, how they dealt with things. Okay, so we'll go with that. We'll go sense. with that. I'll go um, with that one, but it's like there's so much from Star Trek past, which just... Yeah, that, that's what like I was going to say. Here. I love to see it, but I, I like a reason for it. I, or if that was the okay, well, all three uh, Okay, what's the next one? Right, so... What I was going to say is that I feel like it is just referencing Star Trek, but in very broad strokes that don't necessarily pertain to what's going on here. So it's like we've got the font from Wrath of Khan. We've got that little opening musical sting from Wrath of Khan. We've got the in the 25th century. It's like, okay, you're trying to evoke Wrath of Khan, but what's that got to do with Picard? Uh, I you think know. that was just pure fan service. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, but... It, it doesn't fit, though. You know, I, I love that. But why? Uh, in service of the story as well. What year is uh, Picard setting? 
Is it 2498, the first one? Yeah, we're in 25 now. No, it's still being... No, no yeah, you're right, being, sorry, yeah, yeah. So maybe it's saying in the 25th century because it's just before the turn of the century. It could be. I don't know, I, but... I, no, I... I mean, that's, that's it very, is just to um, go, look, and, you and like this it, in Rathacan. I think some of it as well, you need to get an idea of time because there's certain things that have been shown in Prodigy that have to be before this episode. Oh, yeah. I think this is the latest in the present yeah. timeline, if yeah. you like. Um, yeah. but I, I, I mean, it's like I don't want to jump to the end before we get there, but it's like at the end, the it feels like we might be setting up for a storyline to mirror another one from the movies. And if they are, they're just going to do the same thing again. I, I want something new. I want something I wasn't expecting. Mm-hmm. But, uh, we, we'll get to that. So, yeah, we get all this stuff from Beverly, the a distinct lack of mystic candles as it's going through Beverly's possessions. I was a bit disappointed. I wanted to see the candle. Well, until till Elliot uh, valiantly jumped to the defence of the episode, I was thinking maybe she was listening to Picard's voices, you know, uh, yeah, maybe to woo her to sleep, shall we say. Well, she'd be listening to mucky personal logs, though, wouldn't she? Surely not. Yeah. Not like, no, no, no. Him, him delivering stern orders is what does it for her. Maybe so, maybe so. Um, well, we f- so. we find out a little bit more about Beverly and Picard, don't we, a little bit later. But I liked well, seeing Beverly again, and I liked too. that she was kicking some ass and everything. And I liked the weird sort of evil-looking face guys. Like, it's I- like that... Yeah, masks on, don't they, sort Yeah, I don't know if that's going to be explained, like, what look they're going for there, or... But, I mean, just as a... Purely as a visual, I was like, oh, they look pretty cool, yeah. 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 And, yeah, the title card is dead simple. That's just Star Trek Picard, and we get the Star Trek fanfare. I like that we've got named chapters. That makes it feel more epic and more final, like this is chapter one, the next generation. Yeah, yeah. I really like that. I, I, if anything, I wish we'd seen that from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. That little next generation credits thing would have been enough as a an opener to all the series. Of yeah, it would have been. I wish we got there a bit sooner. It's not very sort of modern TV, is it, to have your name of your episode on screen? There's very few shows that do it now. Yeah. Whereas back in the day, every yeah. show did. Yeah. But they've shown it very nicely. This well, is how like stylistically make it look modern, but still harken back to something yeah. that Star Trek's always done. Yeah. No, I liked it. Uh, and then we're back with Picard, who is seemingly in a relationship with Laris now. And the, yeah. they're planning to move to Romulus, not Romulus, some colony somewhere for Laris to do her Larissy things. And they have some sort of weird riff about spring cleaning. Yeah, I didn't get that. It was like, oh, you don't spring clean on Romulus. Oh, no, that's a human thing. Like, what? So, yeah, yeah, it was the weirdest bit of dialogue. It's, uh, like, it's Romulus. Like when they put a, um, a placeholder and it's like, oh, we're putting some yeah. dialogue in there. Insert like witty banter. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's like, so if you go to Romulus, is it just loads of mucky bastards? Like, <laughs> I, think, I, think the, I think the implication is that uh, it's actually humans that are the mucky bastards. 
that we just clean once a year. Oh, okay. Other one needs to clean all the time. Right. You don't need spring cleaning well, maybe, because, maybe. because you just clean constantly. That would make more sense. Yeah, she should have articulated that better then. Yeah, that, it was a bit of a weird scene. Um, yeah, it was a, a bit weird. Mm. Yeah, but it, I mean, if, if anything, I think they were trying to get to the bit at the end where it's like uh, about the painting and him wanting to give it to Geordie and not leaving a legacy. And it also and showed just, us, yeah, and it also building where Geordie is. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, yeah the, that was a very good, or maybe a bit too on the nose, I don't know, a little bit of foreshadowing where you get Picard saying, I don't feel like I need to lead, leave a legacy. Like, But but yeah. this is your last season, Picard. This is your legacy. I have a feeling yeah, I... that you will discover you have many legacies to leave by the end of this series. Perhaps even a son? Maybe. Well... We'll talk about that. Because yeah, I, I don't think Picard's the only suspect there, but we'll. Um... No, I don't. Well, think it's Riker's. Mm. Well, you know, Riker was a, an arch uh, ladies' man. All I'm saying is, who else? What other fancy men has Beverly had that speak with an English accent? That's all I'm saying. The Candle Kid. Maybe, yeah, an old flame, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Anyway, so he gets the message message from Beverly, which is the scene we saw in that little little bit they released earlier on. And I like that he's got the sassy computer that he's just like, yes, I yeah. know it's an Enterprise D badge, but what are you doing here? Yes, I yeah. know what a codec is, but how dare you? <laughs> yeah, and they, they, yeah. Oh, it gets the very awesome. Computer, do you hear that alarm? Yes. Can you help locate it? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, he said, can you identify where it's coming from? She said, no, she can't. Like, and he gets a lassie about it. He's well, it's because he's used to the Enterprise computers, isn't he? Where they're like, where's so-and-so? They're on deck three, section 19, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Whereas he's obviously just got like the cheaper one that you get for your house on Earth, where it's just like, yeah, there's an alarm. I'm not telling you where it is. <laughs> yeah, it just, popped, it just popped down Wilco's race. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like... Um, I shouldn't say with my phone, actually. It'll be like EA Sports, you know, their, their computer games are EA games that are famous for like, yeah, well, if you want this feature, you have to pay another £10, and then if you want that feature, it probably, yeah, it's a Ferengi one, it's like, if you want the Combadge Locator software, you need to subscribe. A little hologram quark comes out of it going, hey, yeah. subscribe. <laughs> and we do find out here that Picard and Beverly tried to be a couple. And the implication there, I think, is that that must be after Nemesis, but well, I, before I he like, resigned from Starfleet. I think they just like in any timeline for Picard and Crusher to have done it and it not worked out. That's a staple, like whether it's that a does seem to be. Yeah. And yeah, um, we we find out she's not spoken to anyone in twenty years. Yeah. Do you feel? Do you get the feeling in some ways that they've made uh, the events of all good things kind of canon, so that now he's got to that stage in his real life, they're putting well, in all the plot elements. From it sounds so, it, It's that thing where they say like time's sort of like a rubber band, and you can. You might change it, but it likes to pull itself back in. Yeah, because I think... So it, it's sort of like, okay, you've changed things, but 
I still wanted to go down that way, so I'm gonna yeah. close that out. I'm, I'm, I'm also wondering, I think in the credits you saw a brain scan, so I'm wondering if they're gonna bring in the Eremotic Syndrome into this as well. They did do that though, didn't they, in um, season one, and he hadn't got yeah. any markers of his new Android body. Because he's a robot now. Oh yeah, yeah, sorry, of course. So yeah, that, no that has been, but yeah, there are these threads out there that something's happening all universes or what have you. Yeah, they um, got Sydney from uh, that timeline as well. They got what, sorry? Sydney, the name of uh, Geordie's kid. Oh, yes, Sydney. they did, you're right. Yeah, and um, that's actually his daughter. Yeah. Oh, it's easy, it's yeah. daughter, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's yeah. real life daughter who's playing... Nepotism in the casting. I think that's quite a nice little touch, actually. That is, it's great when they yeah. can do stuff like that. Uh, and then we go to 10 forward, but we don't see Whoopi Goldberg, so they obviously couldn't get Whoopi in. Uh, but but we find out oh, that... For season two. Yeah, we found that Guinan clearly purchased Eagle Moss's bankrupt stock because she's selling... <laughs> Eagle Moss models at her thing, and nobody wants the Enterprise D. And yeah, and I <laughs> yeah, I worked it out. Right, I, I did not like this talk of the Enterprise D being fat. I think it's flatter and more kind of like an almost like a squashed mm. face of the kind of one right. of the other ships. Fat, sleek. That's true. <laughs> That's yeah. But it's almost like it's flattened though. It's not fat as in it's girthy. It's not girthy, it's just long. And well, it's probably because Eagle Moss didn't get the proportions right, which well, the, you know what, I can slag them off now. They've gone bankrupt, so they're not going to come and get me. Um, but the, the reason, the actual reason there's so many Enterprise Ds is because that was issue one, which was only £2.99 before the regular issue price of £9.99 kicked in. I thought it was £1.99. It might have been £1.99. But the, the But the point is, they made a lot of issue ones and not so many of the other issues. Like, I bet she's got... She's not got issue 97 or whatever, which was the... that one. That's the one. <laughs> you see, there you go. You could sell that in 10 forward. Um, yep. Riker then. So did you guys pick up on a little bit of a hint that maybe all is not right in the Riker household? Oh, yeah. Do we have to do this again? Like, do we have to... I don't want a... Didn't need a tragic story of our crew or you know relationships not work out mm-hmm. i just want them all to get together happy good times like why, why do we have to have disaster I, i've got a feeling it was just one of them things all the women folk will be glad to be rid of me for a bit maybe yeah it, it didn't so, play like that so, i didn't think i it sounded like it, was it did sound a bit like there was something wrong Fritz definitely hope. delivered it as though it was heavier than that My yeah hope is, i'm hoping hope it is. isn't that heavy well, I, my hope is this, that, that like she comes in and goes like, oh, it was that wanderlust which was, you know, making us so miserable. Glad you're get, getting to do this to get it out of your system. Yeah. If that's it, that would be fine. I yeah, don't I, don't want, I don't want unhappy Riker and Troy by the end of the series. They're, they're like I, Star Trek's golden couple. We need them well, to... I, yeah. I don't even want uneasy 
coming back together for the end of the show. I want no. them to be together. And like already we're seeing them slow rolling, bringing in the original characters. I want to see the characters together. Just just get me that and then give me some episodes of that. Don't wait till the last minute. No, I think we're going to bring them together pretty quickly. I mean, we've got yeah. three of the original cast together by the end of this episode. One of them's asleep, but fine. Yeah, yeah. And this bit about the code... I didn't think really tracked because Picard's like, oh, I've never heard of this code. And Riker, well, you won't have done it because when you were turned into Locutus. So he never read the mission briefings from what happened while he was like, no, I wasn't well, there. Sob that. You know, it maybe just, he just didn't remember. Maybe it didn't stick in his mind that that's... Maybe. maybe. Actually, we're involved in the action of it and he's just read about it later. It's yeah. not going to hit your memory as much. Maybe, yeah. yeah. I, I remain on that, but it, it, I've no doubt that someone who's like Picard would read the mission logs, but you're not going to be, you're not going to remember everything the same way as if it was happening to Maybe you. Maybe not. Like, like from Riker's perspective, they were life and death while all this was happening, mm. so it's going to be burned into his mind. I like the idea that one of the Borg's attacks was to arbitrarily add the number three to everything. Like, what? This will really throw them off. You say the Three shall be the number. Yeah. Four will be way out. Wait, wasn't adding three there protection from the Borg? No one at the Borg that did it. I don't know. Oh, I anyway. Thought, no, I thought they said they added three, did, three to every digit, every number. And that's how they um, secured the system. Okay, uh, if that was how they did it, fair enough. Yeah, um, that's, that's why I understood from that. And then there's a dodgy geezer keeping his eye on them, who we see later on the Titan. So this is obviously going to be someone to keep your eye on, but we don't get much yeah. more than that at this point. Do we want to bring in the um, conspiracy theory here? Yeah, we can do. I mean, this is... Well, you know, conspiracy theory theory, you could say. I won't well, take yeah. credit for this. I saw a video, and what annoyed me about this is that every time anything has happened in Star Trek for the last 20 years, one of the first things everybody says is, oh, it must be the aliens from Conspiracy coming back. And the one time I don't think of it, it looks like it kind of might be that this time. You see, I even, like, I thought problems and then solved the problems in my head for this because it's like, uh, right, so why have we got what looks maybe to be the Romulans, why would we have them like trying to attack uh, attack Earth? But then they could be trying to stop the incursion going further because, yeah, they've, they've found out some intelligence on it. Why would you have Law and uh, Moriarty there? What, the only people who can't get infected by these things? Yeah. It's, you know, it, it actually works into the yeah. theory. The more I think of problems, the more I kind of justify yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting idea. And the, the, there is a video out there where they've... They've matched up way too many scenes than are entirely necessary. Like, there's a bit where they go, oh, there's a bit where the Admiral was eating in Conspiracy yeah. and this Captain's eating as well. Like, yeah, everybody eats. Uh, but there is also some compelling I, I stuff. I even justified that. I even justified that because um, we were talking about this earlier. Because my justification for that is sometimes directors and writers put in Mm. Not to the fans, so they like if they pick up that they're eating in a certain 
arch-looking way, that could be a nod to a scene to, as if, you know, a clue from the writers to say, yeah, this is yeah, what we're definitely doing. could so be. It, it even that could be something. Even and, stuff which should be bull could be a clue. And it would be great to finally pay off the conspiracy aliens, you know. <laughs> let, let, let's bring them back. Let's do some, Maybe improve the effects a little bit. There's also but, something very fun when they uh, give a nod back to something from the first series of The Next Generation. That would be a very nice yeah. way of putting a bow on it. It would, yeah. And you end where you begin kind of thing. Exactly. I'd be happy with that, but we don't have a... The, the other main sort of thing is that in the episode Conspiracy, they have to disintegrate all of them to kill them. Uh, yeah. And Beverly's disintegrating them here. So it's, you know, maybe, maybe... And it would explain why, because the uh, the lad at the end says, "Oh, they always look different. They, uh, sometimes it's Klingons, sometimes it's..." And so, if it is these little squiggly parasites taking over people, it could be all these different factions. And yeah, well, maybe like I mean, we don't know. They could either be that, or these people who are coming to get them diff- from different races could be the ones who are trying to stop Earth. Potentially, Maybe yeah. It could be something against Section Thirty One. It could be all the other. Nations have put all their top security. Well, let's to... let's talk about sex. We'll cover Rafi's subplot all in one go then, because it, yeah. it it jumps in and out, and it's the most sort of disconnected element of the of the show, really. Um, go on, Squee, Sorry. No, I was just going to throw out like another thing I don't want to see because they might be feels like they might be setting up with Rafi and Seven. It's like, if they've had another split up and they have to get back together again... I don't think they have had a split up. I, I don't hope know. not. I hope they're not setting up. I hope that was just part of her cover. I but think that was part I, of a cover. I, I think it's part, nervous. part of a cover. Because, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> because it's in the same breath as... Because she's using it as her excuse for why she fell off the wagon. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm just saying, we, we, we got, we've had that for the last two series. Let's just not have that again. Yeah, because I had that for a moment. I was like, oh, they're not doing Rafi having a relapse, are they? But no, they're not. And yeah, I didn't realistically think they were going to do it. No, good, good. Uh, But what we we do know is she's got this mysterious handler. Now, I'm going to put it out there. That's going to be Bashir. Working for Section 31. Bashir is going to be... Rafi's handler, he now runs Section 31, and they did say in the early things this will be a sequel to DS9 and Voyager as well. They did say that. Now, did Sid drop any hints when you interviewed him a few weeks ago? He did say, I'm in Picard series. I see, I knew knew you shouldn't have cut that bit out of the interview. What did I tell you? I said, leave that in the interview. That'll be an exclusive for Retrek. And you said, no, 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 no. No, no, I'm sure he didn't mean it. I'm sure it was just... uh, Yeah, you see, if only we'd have run... Just in case a giant freaking robot somehow gets hold of this clip. No, he did not say that. (laughs) No, run with it, giant freaking robot. Yeah, come on. We we want to get famous. We want to be... We no, want to be I'm all, not going to do that to say. All, all, them, all them rubbish clickbait articles that say sources. We can be the source. <laughs> no. So, okay, no. Sid did not no. say he was in Picard, but but he, he gave us a look like, maybe I'm in Picard. No. Stop, it. Stop it. You know what? Totally I, I don't, it's totally off tangent. And I know we have a go at Trump sometimes, but when you say Sid and his sauce, 
Have you seen who's come out with Sydney Powell's sauce? The way she thought the million voting machines had been rigged? No. She was sent an email telling her that they'd been done by somebody who described themselves as semi-conscious, internally decapitated time traveller. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, that's definitely worth opening a multi-million dollar lawsuit over. It, 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 it's come out in, all, in this uh, defamation lawsuit. It's come out what a source was. Excellent. I mean... Our, our sources are less reputable than that, so we can't really say anything. No, ours are better than that. Actually, just now, get... just now you've naturally brought it up, um, Alexander Siddig did say that he was doing a big advertising push at the moment for Sid Source. Sid Source, get it now at SidCity.com. Yeah, it's Sid Source, and it has many, many flavours. Um, anyway... Something's going down with the Red Lady, and thankfully this is not a reference to Michael Burnham in the Red Angel oh, suit. We're I not going to do that. No. <laughs> when they said that at first, I thought, oh, no. We've done a season of that. But luckily, it's just the statue of Rachel Garrett, which is nice to have a, a call back to yesterday's Enterprise. Yeah. And it leads to this destruction. They were dedicating it on the screen the yeah thing, it was like a dedication what ceremony for this I don't know for this frontier day that they've just made up it, so space exploration through the federation <clears throat> and why was it just red but the I have another theory as to who the attackers are it's clearly GLaDOS from the popular computer game Portal because anybody who's played Portal knows that it works exactly like that. You open a portal on the ground and you put the other one on the ceiling and everything falls through the one and comes out of the other. I've got to say, this is the most... Uh, it's its such a genius, brutal weapon because not only do you kill everyone in the building, you then, then land yeah. all its neighbours. Yeah, you can also use it to solve physics-based puzzles if you if you play the um, portal games, which are excellent, and you should do. Um, See, but... I do I do have this quite outlandish theory. Oh, go on. Well, because later on, you you know the ship which comes out of the nebula with the kind of like spikes on the end. Yeah, yeah. which looks a little bit like the one near on. It does. It does. Like I thought. And then you've got portals. What? What? Then you've got the portals going through, which, like, look future tech from where we're at, at this time. What if there was another ship which came from the future, but instead of uh, being there for revenge for um, Spock, what if this one is trying to destroy the Federation because the aliens are going to get at, come out from the uh, contagion aliens? Uh, sorry, the aliens. It could be, but I also think maybe the conspiracy aliens have just upped the game. They went for, like, you know, the slow infiltration. Didn't work. They've come back all guns blazing. It kind of seems to be going against their USP somehow. Yeah, it does. It's kind of like... It's kind of like in the X-Files, though, like the aliens from the X-Files. They have this big, elaborate 50-year plan where they worked with the conspiracy and they were developing alien-human hybrids and they were using bees to spread the black oil. Jim, 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 Jim. I, I yeah. love the X-Files. I just love it. Let's not use it as a template of where to go with your story. I'm not saying where to go. I'm just saying the aliens... So the alien... No, I, I understand it all. 
Um, so the aliens had this elaborate plan and it was all blah, 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 blah. And that gets thwarted and then they go, right, plan B, uh, re-abduct everyone and turn them into super soldiers. Like, what? Uh, wh- <laughs> what's what's the end game of this plan? I don't know. And and then they go, ah, but the fight, so this is turned into an X-Files rant now, but then they go, ah, the final day, the date the Mayan calendar's ended. That is the day of the final invasion of Earth. And then they did that revival series and they went, oh, what happened on the, the final? Yeah, no. They're like, what? Oh, the aliens decided that we'd ruined the planet and they didn't want it anymore. Like, oh. oh, by the way, Reyes is evil now. And Reyes is evil now, yeah. Anyway, but my point is, so maybe it's like like them, aliens just have silly plan Bs. It's like we have the first really elaborate, hundreds of years long plan. And if that don't work, they just go, plan B, use the portal gun on Starfleet buildings. Yeah, while, I, I, we're, while we're doing Raffi, while she's doing the search for the excuse me. Day, <laughs> did you notice what else came up on the screen? Lots of things. Uh, two of the things that came up were we got the Voyager B. Oh, yes, yes. Yes. A Pathfinder class. And yet, last episode of Prodigy, we only got the reveal of the Voyager A. And there's not a lot of distant difference in time. True. So what has happened to the Voyager A? Chakotay will crash it. Probably. <laughs> we also got the Enterprise F. Oh, yeah. Odyssey class. Mm-hmm. Star Trek Online being retired early. Oh, so do you reckon we're going to get the Enterprise G in Picard? I do, I, I do. And I just think it's a nice nod that they've gone... Okay, we want to do our own thing for live action for Enterprises. We always have. But in this game, because we, we have so long without you, Star Trek, you've done the Enterprise We're still going to acknowledge it on screen. Yeah, that is nice. I do. I appreciate that, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know, it seems weird to show me something I'm not going to see properly. Well, yeah, but they did that it ex- when... But it explains why it jumps to the Enterprise G. Yeah, and they yeah, did it when... I would like to have seen the F, though. It's when they jumped to TNG, they jumped from A to D, so there were two that we'd yeah. not seen for ages. We didn't get the yeah, B until the... generations. Yeah, but we didn't get the yeah, B that's... until generations. That was like seven we years later. We got the B in the end, after we'd had the D for Well, maybe you'll the... get the F at some point. I hope I do get the F. Well, we might do one with Frontier Day when they go to the museum. There you go. Yeah. Oh, it'd be good if they had them all in there, all the surviving ones, which ain't many, actually, is it? The E could be there. Because we don't know what happens well, to the E yet. Like, these are not screen reason for why the F is being retired early. Yeah. It's been, on a, it's been on a mission early in its sort of, like, user life. And it's been so massively compromised on, on some major mission ah. that they have to retire it early, early. Nah, it's going back to my computer game theory again. Somebody's not paid for enough loot boxes to unlock the Enterprise F, that's why. <laughs> <clears throat> um, then, though, the ship we do get, we get the Neo-Constitution class Titan. Um, do you know who this is designed by? Uh, your mate, what's his name? Bill Klaus. 
There you go. Yeah, it's actually a fan of Star Trek designed the ship as a physical model. I've got to say, <laughs> it is absolutely beautiful, but it looks like it's meant to be the same ship as the one which Riker had. No, it's the the next one. So this yeah, is the they said refit. This is... They were really explicitly said refit several times. Yeah, it's the yeah. but so it's why th- the what Titan A. Why I think has happened is Riker has blown up somehow the Titan, and then and and then before he's retired from being a captain and gone off to be married, he's got the Titan A, and then it's it's had its refit now under Captain Shaw. Yeah. Okay. I I can, I mean that, that that's, that's the only way yeah. that makes sense to me. Yeah. Because it's got to be a different ship because it's a Titan A. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, I appreciate the that. Ship, the door adds a letter. And it's except for Discovery. Um yeah. But but yeah, but it's a totally different shape and everything. Like this yeah. is based on well, the Constitution the I, I, class, I agree. whereas. I agree with you guys, but I think they're uh, it, to it, make us believe. That it's the same ship. Yeah, I, I think they've, yeah, watched that. Yeah, it's not a lunar class that's been changed into a near constitution class because it makes no sense because the cells are no, all. No, but I think they've not made any sense there, is what I'm no. saying. I, I like your explanation, but it's like, I don't think the writers thought that through, really. No, but it, it's almost like a couple of lines of text have been missed from what's on screen. Yeah. Yeah, um, or they yeah maybe pictured like, a big like all Titan. All right, have to say is yeah, this was my second Titan. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then again, we're doing a lot of Wrath of Khan here. Like we, uh, well, motion picture Wrath of Khan. So we've got them flying up to the ship, and that's very Scotty and Kirk. They're not quite as long. Uh, otherwise, we'd have needed eleven episodes this season. And we've got like the Wrath of Khan music. And when we leave Space Dock, it's very uh, Search for Spock, like the, the Leaving Space Dock oh, the scene. Leave, yeah, uh, Quarter Impulse, full thrusters, which doesn't make sense. Mm. That's true. And yeah, and, and even, uh, well, at the end, it's more... Is this more Star Trek Three? But the, the yeah. bit where they're like... Uh, at the end, reminds you of Star Trek Three. there's obviously nods to perhaps the lineage of this kid but also the the way they're in the um ship feels a bit like when they're in that little outcome it does in yeah Genesis planet. yeah it makes you wonder because we know nicholas may is still sort of attached to star trek in some way whether he had a word about some of this so or whether they just have gone we really want to get a wrath of calm vibe and because it feels a bit weird, the fact that the last series we had uh, that a lot of feeling of uh, the Voyage Home, mm. which I thought was a nice, it was a nice nods to it, but I don't necessarily want the next series to do another one of the movies. Then no, it seems true. like that's a weird vibe uh, of them just doing parodies of past Star Trek. I don't think they're doing, I don't think they're actually doing another movie, but I'm, I think this is what I was saying at the beginning. There's just so much fan service where the there is, yeah, and you know we we need. That's what I'm saying. Things. I feel like it's a bit too much. It's like then it seems derivative somehow. We need to hold our hands up a little bit. We've been saying the TNG crew needs its undiscovered country, and they're like, oh really? Right, literally, that's what they're going to have. Then we're just <laughs> yeah, going to yeah. do. <laughs> Um, that's what's going to morph into by the last episode. It's going to be a discovered country. Yeah, speaking of undiscovered country, the captain's got his fine china, which Sulu has at the start of undiscovered country and everything. 
but before we get to him, as we're leaving Space Dock, we've got all the bit with Jordy's daughter and everything. Bit Ash Riker going, oh, oh yeah, they called you Crash. I, I, yeah, I just, thought, I just thought, no, I just thought this is typical of somebody like these are probably known as a little girl and all that. Mm. You know, there's probably yeah. been real crap. And they're almost like her uncles. Oh, yeah. That's what I was thinking. And this, is like, like uncle, and this yeah. is like, you've got your uncle turn up, and what's he going to do? Because you're now on a sash. He's going to take the piss out of you, of course. True. Yeah, no, I can totally buy that take. And also, we, we haven't really... And that's how I got it. That it was done. I think no, I he, he, he's done it as... Yeah, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna take the Mickey out of you. And I don't care. That's what it is. The other thing we haven't really discussed is how beautiful the uh, kind of uh, bonhomie between Riker and Picard is. Oh yeah, so lovely, so seasoned. It's you know when he just drops a lot of lines like um, you're gonna have to just give one of your stern looks. He looks at him and goes, "That's the one." Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they slip back so easily into it, don't they? And you get a bit more of that at the end where he calls him captain yeah. and he calls him number one and everything. So yeah, it is nice yeah, seeing. Lovely and playful. And when they're on the bridge and there's, he goes, um, "Oh." You'll, you'll make a captain one day with that kind of attitude. It's like, nice recovery animal. Shut up, Will. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's even more playful than ever because yeah. they've, you can tell they've had the years together as friends. It's delicious. Yeah. And we it get is the kind of next generation treat. Oh, these are um, undiscovered country treatment kind of yeah. in that way. Yeah. We get a, a couple of nice little nuggets that they're going to warp 9.99, so that that's that's even more than what we've seen before. And also metaphasic shields, which we know that Beverly was a big proponent of. So, again, just so nice little nods that, years. like, look, the technology's moved on a little bit. And then we get the dickhead captain who's just dissing them left, right and centre like he's standing. Just, Eating before they got there. He's like, I don't want an inspection. Even the way he's eating seemed dickish. It was no, brilliant. He's doing the undiscovered country. He's eating blue food. That's true, <laughs> I yeah. Just, I just love the precision way he cuts his food and then dips it in the meat very precisely, you know, in the sauce very precisely. Yeah, and, and everything just oozes dickhead. Uh, yeah, and he makes a crack about, oh, yeah, it's, it's, she's your mate, she's an ex-bog. And you're just like, he's going out of his way to be a dick to him. Like, you... Now, I think I know why as well. Because he's but... a conspiracy parasite or just a dick? No, because part, part of the uh, end credits, it shows um, the USS Constance Constellation class Mm-hmm. Which was destroyed on Stardate 44002.3, which we all know is the Battle of War 359. Right. For, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. Because they I have got, laid down the so, track. So I think he, he possibly was a junior officer on a ship. Ah, uh, okay. Or and lost that, someone and, that, and that's right. But, and that's why he's got the problem with the bog. Or lost his wife or something, said, yeah. Because he's been immediately with Seven. I won't, I won't acknowledge you as Seven of Nine. You've got yeah, the Anna Anna Hansen. Hansen. And yeah. then he's straight away, Picard, your ex-bog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all this. He's got, he's got a problem with bog. And I, I think it's a bit like, and I hope we don't get the same thing that we got Cisco and Picard in Emissary. Where he was funny hitting, but then they were okay by the end. Yeah, but the thing is, we liked Cisco. We don't like this guy. Like, I, yeah, I think I think he's just a dick. Yeah, yeah I think he's going to be a foil. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. he is. Oh, oh, just while we're doing I, callbacks, I, I do, I do think before we do your next callback, 
I do think there's a bit of foreboding in this dinner party where he goes, you'll find my ship's ship shape. We're not going to be getting in any battles. There's going to be no firefights. I'm not going to be crashing into anything deliberately or on the back accident. And I just think that's some foreshadowing of things. Yeah, I think that's... I'm, I'm also going to call it now that at some point he's going to uh, give an outrageous command, which is to foil our heroes, and uh, Annika slash Seven is going to have to stand in and uh, take command. Well, she's already done... She's helped him out, hasn't she, already in yeah, this episode? Yeah, but she's about to be but... court-martialed, so she'll be in the brig. Then at some crucial point, she's going to get someone who'll let her out. Yeah. And she's going to take command. Yeah, I'll go with that. No, I was just going to say, I, we glossed over it, but when they do meet Geordie's daughter, that's very Star Trek Generations where they meet Damara Sulu, and it's like, oh, our mate had yeah. a daughter who's now a pilot. I thought yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, it's another diss that he does to him. Right, I'm going to put you in bunk beds. <laughs> just yeah. that, that's that uh, undiscovered country yet again. Yeah, Duncan McCoy went on yeah. the prison planet. True. Yeah, and and Riker looked so ill-fitting on it as well. And it was also I did love the line though when he's going it's like, uh, oh, it's just like the academy days, but I don't remember having to get up to pee three times then. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, there's, there's some that, good lines. That's a lot lines. of to middle-aged men in the audience. Yeah, though. like when they get on the ship a little bit later and they're like, your hands are shaking and my knees are buggered, so... Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's, I'm seeing myself represented on the screen right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> and then we do get the classic Seven agrees to help them, even though she doesn't fully know what's going on. And, you know, it's... It, I do like how she, how she confronts Picard and she's... Threatening to throw him off ship and Riker said, Commander, you're speaking to an admiral. And she goes, No, I'm speaking to Red. Yeah, Red. exactly. Yeah. And that yeah, no, that's no, no. kind of like Picard, uh, sorry, Riker's not realised that Seven is now part of Picard's friend yeah. group. You know, he's yeah. like, Hang on, I don't like this. And then it's like, well, No, no, Will, it's okay. Him. She's part yeah. of my team now, you know. Well, he didn't did meet you in episode in season one. No, he didn't. Actually, that's a really good point because when they, uh, like in series one, Picard, his whole vibe is, oh, I can't put the lives of my friends in danger, so I'll put the lives of my new friends in danger. It never made any sense anyway, but <laughs> it makes even less sense now because now here he is putting his original life friends' lives Well, in that's danger. because he's... Where are the rules here? He's matured over that time. He went through that whole childhood trauma thing in season two. He's a changed man. So he's prepared to put more of his... Yeah, he's realised how valuable friendship is and that you shouldn't turn your back on that just because you don't want them to die. Won't it? I think I need some more Sid sauce because that's some weak sauce there, Serbs. Weak sauce. Well, we'll see. Um, I do like uh, the captain has a really good line here to Seven where he says, you just loyaltyed your way to the end of a career. Yeah, and like, yeah, it's nice. dickish, but it's a good line. I'm not sure loyalty is a word, but well done. It is now. That guy is an energy I don't think I've ever really experienced in Star Trek, and I love it. I love that guy from other stuff, but he is just perfect in this. Yeah, role. he's really it's just, good. It's a very new, modern kind of style of acting, which makes like 
Star Trek feel a bit more real world. Yeah, and yeah, he is a dick, but he's doing it really, really well. So I'm not knocking the performer <laughs> at all. Yeah, oh, he's he's a bad he's the baddie you want. You want the baddie to be a clever, challenging person. Yeah. Otherwise, your hero doesn't look as impressive when he defeats him. Well, yeah. what you what we what we really want here is it to be conspiracy aliens. And they've taken over him, so Seven gets to disintegrate him. Yeah. Yeah, I think Seven's definitely going to be the one to take him down. Oh, she was, it's her whole arc about, like, uh, I can't do what I need to do to be yeah. an officer when I'm working for dickheads like him. He is the personification of yeah. everyone who ever looked down their nose at her as a Borg. And the moment when she gets to obliterate in one way or the other, yeah. whether it's metaphorically or literally, oh, going to be buzzing. It's so satisfying. I think they should just kill him, and then they'll be like, "Right, shall we all say that we saw a little quill thing sticking out of the back of his neck?" Like, <laughs> nobody's going to check. No, we disintegrated him. So as long as we all stick to it and say that he was definitely one of them, dude, dude. This time the the, the bug went through his throat like it was doing an alien on him. Trust me, yeah, you didn't want to see him, man. They really upped the game. Um, and then when they get onto the um, ship then, Beverly's ship, and there's that music playing, which that's a callback to Picard season one, starting the season with a bit of music. Um, Picard goes, ah, yes, it's the compilation that I made for Beverly. And it's like, well, no, you've only heard one song from it. So <laughs> you don't know it's that compilation. She might have just liked one song off it and kept that on a playlist but no, I, it's like, I no, clearly it's, it's the one that I made for her. Definitely Picard Shag Mix 1. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, definitely. The, uh, that, now that explains the log, because Picard Shag Mix I, 1 is all of this, and it's like, well, um, what else is better than a bit of Jerry Rafferty? I'll tell you what, me reading my bog logs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the best of his log interspersed with classic yeah, music. Yeah, that's it. It's like them albums that you get, like soundtrack albums, and they play a little clip from the film, and then you get the song. So it's yeah. like, you know, it'll start off, it'll be, and then we were in the nebula, and we had to eradicate the shields, and then boom, shake, shake, shake the room. Boom, shake, shake, shake the room. The worst thing is, Picard couldn't climax until his bit came on. No, that's yeah. He needs his bit to come on. Yeah, it's like I want to play one of my really good logs, Beverly. Do do that one about mm, when we went to that planet with the Justice people. That was a bloody good one. <laughs> anyway, um, so Beverly's in a cryo tube, and then we get the random British lad. And he says stuff like, "Come on, chaps, you're doing a piss poor job here, just to show yeah. how British he is." I mean, Jesus Christ, if he is Picard's son and that's why he speaks an English accent despite the fact they've never met, I will be so fucking mad. Well, I mean, so that makes no yeah, sense. Yeah, because the, the British accent, you know, for any of our listeners who are not from England, yeah, the, the British accent is genetic. We all are born instantly talking like this. Yeah, even if we're in another country not surrounded by anyone yeah. with this accent. Ah! Anyone with like, British parents it. speaks with a British accent, says chaps and piss poor. The um, thing is, I, I feel like that, now they've opened this mystery box of, well, like, is it his kid or not? I don't, right. think satisfying, well, just, I don't think there's a satisfying answer because either you make it his kid and then it's just copying uh, the movies mm-hmm. or you don't 
and now I kind of want to be his kid. So unless you've got a bet another satisfying answer to who's the dad. Right. I've got it can't it can't be his kid from twenty years ago. Why? Because because it's too old. The kid is. The actor's thirty-three. He's not getting. Ah, uh, yeah, but that don't count. No, he's. he's oh. I mean, he, he could oh. be a mid-twenties. Like that, oh. yeah, that would be work. It could be Picard's kid from Next Generation season two when oh. Beverly went missing for a year. <laughs> yeah, good point. Look, I don't think they're going to go down that that way. Right. So that's that's. One option. Raised in a Cats monastery on Earth? Yeah, so it got based raised the by the Rajenkos with Alexander. Based, based yeah, with, with a British accent. That fits. Um, two, it's a old flame. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going with that. Uh, it's a clone of Jack Russia. I've heard that one, but that's... Well, what? they made a big thing of it. At the, at the start, when they were showing the items that she had, you had the yeah. one playing, you had the music playing, it showed her um, a couple of masks, because you know, we know that you used to do things got And it also Jack showed Jack Crusher's bag. It did. So it could be a clone. I don't see that. I mean, that would be that would be bullshit. That would just be bullshit of the highest order. Quite yeah. But, I mean, I, unless I there's a really good reason why she's done it, but then why does Jack Crusher's clone have a British accent? Yeah, I reckon yeah. that kid's. I reckon that kid's mid twenties. I, I I think he's meant to be playing. I think it was from about five years before, or you know, or, sorry, twenty or whatever he whatever he's got to be. For I, the I to think if you're up to look for someone for, to be to play the cat's son. From 20 years ago, you'd look for somebody who was in the early 20s, not somebody who's in the 30s. I didn't know he was who, in his 30s. I, he's I in his 30s, and he, and he definitely does not look like he's only just 20. I think it's Picard's son. I, I, I just think they're going to go the most obvious route, because that yeah. ties into I don't feel like I need a legacy. Well, here's a son for you. Yeah. yeah. But, so, I mean, but, I, but I've got to go with... But it's from season two, something happened then. I don't think uh, that would be because crazy. that fits in with the with the age. Yeah, mm, but it wouldn't but, be satisfying. In any so way. why like, didn't we see him when exactly? Because he was abducted and Beverly's ah. found him, and that's oh, of why course, got yeah. her that she's managed and all that. Right. Yeah. Well, this is getting very convoluted. Yeah. Well, I, well, I, I, I think the whole thing. I think the whole thing's convoluted because just because you got pregnant from Picard. It's no reason for it to vanish for 20 years. No. No, I don't. And that, and that might not have been the catalyst for her vanishing, but it might be she was about to vanish and then realised she was Ow. pregnant. Well, why is she being chased? She's Ow. being chased for a specific No, reason. yeah, I know, but, but that's what I'm saying is maybe what she was running from is something else. But then she realised she was pregnant, and that's why she didn't tell Picard, because she needed to run, and he would feel like he would have to follow if she didn't. I'll tell you what would make you go on the run for 20 years. If you got pregnant from shagging a candle, that would be pretty embarrassing, and you wouldn't want to see your mates. So... Well, I, I think she might be on the run, because there's something about her son that's, that's wrong. It's something that she's done there is why she's being chased. She's not being chased for her, she's being chased for him. <laughs> I think she's being chased for something else. I, I think it's going to be some sort of bit of research or something. Yeah, maybe she, she did on the pasteur. Discovered well, maybe something. Maybe, 
maybe she's done something to genetically alter it. Because we found out that he had the, the urogenic syndrome, the same as Picard. Ooh. And that's why he's older. Or she found out that uh, the aliens were trying to get Starfleet, the conspiracy aliens, and she's doing her research. She had to go into deep space. She has to hide her research, and she can't trust Starfleet anymore because of that. And the kid's Maybe. just a kid who she had along the way. Well, I'm hoping we will get the answer to the kid's parentage sooner rather than later, because yeah. I can't be Could asked you imagine if, if they... I can't imagine imagine they've been dragged out for 10, 10 episodes. Yeah. Imagine also if the conspiracy aliens had been planting themselves into Starfleet over 20 years. Yeah, that would be cool. the problem you'd be dealing with. Yeah, exactly. That would be a really cool one. Anyway, why, why, then... Why I'd like is... Over the next next episode, the, sec, the third episode, to find out what the actual plot of this epi- season is... And then to be fighting it for the rest of it. Yeah, I'm happy yeah, with that. Not, not to keep putting plot twists in a episode no. eight and episode nine. And I want to know what the series. Which season two, yeah. to be fair, did do that. So I've... exactly, season two did that. Season one didn't. Yeah. And season two was far superior. Yeah, I agree. And then big nasty ship arrives, and that's our cliffhanger for the end of this episode. So and then we I... get. Oh, title screen. here we oh, go. Let's do the ship arriving. Oh, sorry. Let's do the ship arriving. Just very quickly. But what do we think? I think Romulan. That it looks, looks so Romulan. Like it looks Romulan, but the uh, lights on in the cells are all the wrong colour. Romulan should be green, needs a yellow. It also looks a little bit like one of the Zindi ships. I can't remember which faction yeah. of Zindi it was, but please, not, not the Zindi. We've had enough of oh. them. Before we go to end titles, I just want to go back to another movie clip that we got uh, a nod to. Oh, yeah. When Picard and Riker first arrive at Crusher's ship. Yeah. And the dock, that's the motion picture when Spock came on. Yes. Yes, you're right. <laughs> yeah, Frank's pro- Frank will be there somewhere. I was looking for Frank when they came out of dry dock, but didn't it, see him. It was, actually, this is one of the nods which I did like, which I thought was for in character and didn't feel as forced, is the classic mushroom um, space dock. That yeah, was really like nice. that. I'm glad they got that in. That's yeah. fine. That's just classic yeah, Starfleet a architecture. Bit, a couple of little bits of extensions made it a bit bigger. But well, yeah, they've had to build an extension. So... Elliot, have you got loads of stuff for us from the credits? Right. I saw the notepad right. coming out. <laughs> yeah. The end credits. Things that I've noticed. I'll do the ships first. So we get a graphic of this um, museum where Georgie is, and we see some ships flying around it. We see a Constitution class, a Defiant class, an Intrepid class, and an NX class, clearly. Oh, so all of the hero ships from previous shows. Well, so what we're saying, though, is... If, it can't if these be the credits, Enterprise, though. Okay. All I'm going to say is, though, if these are in the credits, and that's a promise as far as I'm concerned, if they now don't show us these... <laughs> right. It's like the old thing of, like, if you show a gun in the first act, you have to have shot it by the third act. It's that, yeah. We also got the Constellation class... From what Battle of War 359, which I've already mentioned, which I think Captain Shaw may have served on, why he hates Borg. We then get a list of ships. 
mm. with registries. So we get definitely the USS Voyager. We get um, the USS Pioneer, which was the TOS series ship from Star Trek Online. We get the Enterprise A. Mm-hmm. And we get the Excelsior class, and there was two more that can't make out the names of. Right. I want to see all of them. We also got a massive component from the Burrell class ship on the screen, and at the same time, we it shows us that we hear, hear uh, the sound of a Klingon ship decloaking, so possibly cloaking device. Ooh. Right, that's all the ships. Yeah. Uh, we got the musical notes that it showed us, and they're a callback to the first to the pilot episode of the Next Generation, because it's the music to Pop Goes the Weasel. Is it? Yeah. Ah, fantastic. Oh. Now that one, I I don't need that one in the episode anywhere. <laughs> that's that's fine, just being a credit. Well, I wonder because we know that Law's going to be in it. Mm. We know the stolen stuff from the Daystrom Institute where B4 was. Yes. So I wonder if it's going to be B4's body, which already had data stat memories downloaded into, and then Lord's going to somehow steal that body. Okay, so it'll be all of them. All three of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know Lord's involved because there's that clip. But that, that's, the just it, that's just yeah. my, my theory on where that music might come from. So you might get, like, Data lets them know that he's in there yeah. by whistling that's, oh, that that'd to be Riker. Good. That'd be nice. Ah, that would be good, yeah. Um, what else did we get? We got lots of DNA stuff. We got uh, a brain scan of um, Picard showing him aerodonic syndrome again, mm-hmm. which is strange because that's meant to be cured. But the brain scan is similar to a brain scan they show in the conspiracy episode of TNG where they show it yeah. stimulating the adrenal glands or whatever. So that's another... We get, um, we get a Lacazze display of the Titan mm-hmm. with lots of areas flashing red, which shows the foreshadowing of what Shaw said about not going to be in any firefights or anything. Yeah, well, the end credits say you might be some, so... <laughs> but there's a lot in them end credits. And I wonder yeah, if they'll I, change week on week. If they do, Elliot, you've made a rod for your own back now, so you're going to have to do this every week. <laughs> I, th- I I think because we haven't had payoffs to them all this week, Clearly I think that's the, the series. To give the clues. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be all series, so you, you're kind of constantly trying to pick... Because after they've revealed some things, you know anyone who hasn't thought to look through them will be even more so. Yeah. So I think it'll be one to get our juices going. I, I really like this. Again, the only thing which is really weird to me is when you watch these three series of one show back, they're going to be so disjointed. Like, the series feel very different to each other. They do, no yeah. Criminality yeah, to the credits or the look or the vision of it. Yeah, and that's a shame. Like they, there's so many things they're doing right with this series, like with the credits and things like that. If they'd done that from the beginning, it would be so much better and so much yeah, fit together so much better as a whole piece. It is kind of like a different creative team coming in for each season and doing their own yeah. thing. Well, they were filming this series as they were doing series two. Yeah, still. so less yeah. so between two and three, like, but like it have almost made more sense to give every season a, a different. Uh, to actually call it a different show. <laughs> yeah, almost feels like that. 
So maybe the first season could have been Picard and then you could have had Q and then maybe Riker for this No, one. you saved Picard for the last series. That first one was crap. Don't well, give him that. No, but you know Just what? Make, you that, know, make that bear for but, uh, Crusher. You know what I mean? Because Wesley. Every season, Wesley, that's it. Every season is looking very different to the other one. Yeah, it is. Yeah, they could have given him a subtitle or something. I don't know, but I think this season seems to be off to a good start. If it can deliver everything we want, it's going to nail it. Yeah, yeah. And so, first episode, I think this is really, really strong first episode. I'm just going to say, by the end of the next episode, though, I want all our our players on the board. I don't want them to be a few each episode. Even if they're building them up every episode, I just want them together and I want a good time with them together. I don't want just, as I say, I don't yeah. want it to be last episode, then the bigger... No, I, I think no. it'll maybe be mid-season, though, before we get the whole crew. Like, I, I, I think we'll get someone else next week. Yeah. Yeah, I just want them together. I, 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 I do too, that. but I, on the other hand, like, I think... Oh, well, that's the thing we got on the end credits. We've got um, a holodeck uh, initiating. Ah, so that'll be uh, Moriarty. Ten, ten, yeah, well, you assume so. Uh, ten forward, and um, safety protocols off. Ooh. So it's flashing red that the safety protocols weren't working. Mm. Ten forward. Oh, we'll be, maybe we are going to get uh, Guinan near the end. So, well, we might get a... Uh, I was thinking we might get actually get a holodeck episode. Maybe. And, um, is that, didn't you say safety's off in 10 forward? Yeah. No, safety's off on that. It was a holodeck program. And it, and it said, like... So it said holodeck started, and then it goes, like, where it's going to be is 10 forward. So 10 forward is what's in the holodeck. Do you think we're going to see the classic 10 forward then? We're going to get DH, maybe DH Whoopi. Because Whoopi Goldberg and and Patrick Stewart, I believe, are pretty good friends. She's always loved Star Trek, so I'm sure she would happily have come back in or done it while she was filming her scenes for the other one. If it's just one scene, that's probably a little bit easy to have uh, wrangled. Or wouldn't it be great if you got to see the classic 10 forward set? I'd be well up for that, yeah. Yeah. Well, or maybe even we get a few scenes, like we maybe get one on the classic bridge as well, the Enterprise D. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a bit or, relics, you know. Ed. really shit ending, it'll be all about just to kick off and another old, even older version of Riker will come out and go, computer, end program, I've made my decision now, I just needed to relive that adventure. I was just thinking we might get Riker starting the program and he'd be there. Also... Forward. Which one has been da 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 da? Yeah. Ten forward on the Enterprise one seven zero one D. No T O S B C E. bloody F. I also love the fact that I was saying, oh, I think they're doing. The, the worry is they're going to do too many callbacks to other things. But now I'm going to go. Now I'm saying it's like, well, why can't they just do a relics? <laughs> it's like. At least that's a call back to themselves. That because Star Trek fans will not be happy, no matter what. Um, I don't mind if they're referencing their own stuff. I just don't want to become a tribute act. I get it, yeah. Well, we'll see what happens next week. But I think that'll about do us for now. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, we're on Twitter at RetrekPod. You can email us, RetrekPod at gmail.com. Search for us on Facebook. Uh, have a look for us on YouTube. You can see the shows on there. You can also see Elliot's model building. 
Yeah, I'll be getting started again on that probably this weekend, maybe. Excellent. And Dr. Squee, what have we got going on with the Dr. Squee show? Well, yeah, I just had on uh, Lloyd Langford this week, the uh, Welsh comedian who now lives over in Australia. Next week, I've got the jazz educator, uh, this cat called Craig Webb, who's a jazz expert. Oh. He talks all about it with me. Uh, he's a, yeah, a, a jazz teacher, and uh, he's one of my fellow DJs on SW20 Radio. Really interesting. We had a really lovely chat. Um, and the week after that, I've got one coming up, which is really special to me. Uh, there's a comedian called Abigail, and she uh, and I talked about neurodiversity. Whoa. It's something I've not really talked a lot about since I found out that I might have ADHD. So it was like a really nice, lovely, in-depth conversation about that. So uh, that's not that's a week on Tuesday. But um, please tune in for both. Excellent. Lots to look forward to there. And... Um... Thanks for trekking with us this time. We will see you next time on the Retrek. Thank you. Goodbye. LLAP and drag off.